0: Hello and welcome once again to Refresher the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host. Guys, I am so tempted. My son found this app where when I talk, I'm auto-tuned. I have this like sing-songy voice and I was going to use it on this, maybe with some kind of electronic beat behind me, but then I totally second-guessed the idea, mainly because you'd have to listen to it. Still, initially I thought A couple things could have happened had I done this. A short-term effect would be that you'd think it was funny, which is always nice. But also, being that our most active listener demographic is the 35-plus crowd, I thought, too, that maybe if I use this auto-tune thing, that a long-term effect might be that maybe we would attract more millennials to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, brother. This time, our topic is this. Moments in time are highlight reel. Those special moments, they don't have to be big deals. They could be little things. They could be life-changing things, but they mean so much to us and we don't forget them. Why don't we jump right into the deep end of the pool? Follow me. One night, it had to be maybe 1992 or 1993-ish, I got in a friend's car and a group of us went to the beach I think it was after one in the morning when we decided to do this. Uh, We got there close to 2 a.m. And the other guy and I ran out into the water, middle of the night. There were three girls with us, but they were smart enough not to do the same thing. It was exhilarating. It was freezing. It was amazing and not smart at all at the same time, which must mean I was around 20 years old. Being in that water along the Pacific Coast Highway, literally under a full moon, being young, and having very little major responsibilities, all aligned to make this a very impactful moment in my life. I had, with other people, done stuff like this before, but this particular time, it just felt different. It was like I realized I'm young. I stared at that fact and I enjoyed that fact. I felt the moment as the moment was happening. It's like I drank that night straight down into my system, and the taste still lingers with me to some extent even now. Once I got out of the water freezing, I laid there on the sand, and everything that came out of my mouth either felt full of wit or very inspired. It probably wasn't, but it just felt like it was. Still, the sound of the water, the feeling of being warm and cold at the same time, and the sounds of the voices around me, and the crashing waves, and the white water drawing back all combined are officially in my memory banks, and it doesn't look like they're going anywhere. These kinds of moments stay with us. Why? Well, the concept of moments frozen in time was covered nicely by the BBC. On their website. It asked, why do we remember some things perfectly well while other memories fade? Researchers suggest that it could be good memories persist longer than bad. We may not feel that way, but they want to hang around. Why? Because good memories help to keep the human race happier and more resilient. Psychologists say that holding on to our good memories in these special moments And not spending so much time on the bad ones helps us to deal with unpleasant situations and retain an overall positive outlook on life. I think personally, too, that these occasions are when the mind and the heart are totally on the same team. That doesn't always happen. These guys don't always work together. But it seems on the special occasions in our lives, our mind and our heart are definitely on the same team. Know lots of nice things happen, especially small things, but some just connect with us in special ways for whatever special reasons. Like I had been to the beach during the day and during the night, probably hundreds of times, literally before what I just shared. But that specific time stuck. My heart and my mind complemented each other. And again, I was actually aware of my youth and the exuberance while it was actually happening. Psychology Today touched on this concept, too. Uh, This one asked a slightly different question. It says, why do we generally focus on positive memories rather than negative ones? Well, this question was explored in in a paper in an issue of psychological science. It it said there, and they pointed out, that many people have a reasonably positive self-image. But to keep that self-image up, it's helpful to focus on positive moments, positive memories. In order to focus on positive memories, though, it's important both to promote your ability to retrieve this positive information as well as to damp down or inhibit the negative memories. doesn't mean you block them out, but you don't dwell on them. Try to dwell on the positive ones. So, that was one little memory. You know, shortly after that night at the beach in 1994, I moved to New York. New York was a hard transition for me, but I'm beyond thrilled that I did it. I can honestly say I grew up. I left California feeling like California was the only actual place that actually existed. It was, and to a large extent still is, an overwhelming part of who I am and my overall psyche and it was hard to distinguish it or compare it to anything else. So, it's not that I didn't like New York. I actually really liked New York, but California was home, so it was hard to compare anything to home. Another major change was that in California, with just a few exceptions before I moved to New York, basically every one of my close friends, they were all girls. In New York just about every one of my close friends were guys. Interestingly, the guys I befriended, which I think is amazing, they, they never were chauvinistic or harsh toward the opposite sex. So I actually fit in with them. And this impacted me beyond comprehension. It made me tougher in good ways while allowing my core to still be genuine and and what it was. So I moved back from New York to California after two years. About a year later, one of my New York friends was getting married, he still was in New York. And, and I, I actually was talked into going to his wedding by someone. Why I say this is because I was famous for avoiding weddings when I was single. I just wouldn't go. I was asked to even be in a few weddings. And I actually said no to all the people that asked me. My wife, when I told her this years later, was mortified. Chris, how could you say no when people wanted you to be a key figure in one of the most important days of their lives? I don't know, I just did. But anyway, back in New York, after this wedding, I met a large group of friends. They were pretty much all at the wedding too. And we took a train to Spanish Harlem. And after the wedding, we all just walked. We walked all around Manhattan. There was no game plan. There must have been at least 10 of us. At some point, we spontaneously stopped into a sushi restaurant, just spur of the moment. We got this huge table. We swapped stories. We ate incredible New York City food and drank while the light rain fell gently on the other side of the window. It blurred the lights from the neon signs. I also remember in that restaurant, there were huge aquariums inside there. It was surreal. You know, In that restaurant, surrounded by what old neighborhood guys may have referred to as pals back in the day, I felt absolutely complete. Again, full of youthful exuberance. I was glowing. I was unstoppable. It was like I was part of a positive and purposeful gang. And it also was something cool that I could feel was important as it was happening. In a separate article, Psychology Today tackled this theme as well. It says, emotional memories, when people and events remain with you, how recalling the past can awaken an emotional response. Listen to this. It says, how fortunate that the mind can summon emotional memories of exciting and unsullied love, pride and endeavors, or joy that was felt at an amazing moment in time you may muse about the past because you want to recreate a satisfying emotional experience, if only fleetingly, even if it's through a daydream. We're going to get into that in just a moment because these captured moments in time from the past actually soothe us in the present and will probably do so in the future. Now, hearing the stories that I've shared, it might surprise you that at age 48 right now, I really don't have the desire to be 20 again, but what I do have to admit is that I want to feel moments again, real moments of bonding, knowing you are where you're supposed to be and that you belong there. You, as you are, not what's expected of you. Though I will say this, if I could physically be 20, but actually stay 49, I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. Now, please don't get me wrong. I don't want to live in the past. I've had these moments as I've grown and my life has progressed. Special, specific occasions, for example, with my wife alone are incomparable to any other I've ever experienced with anyone else. Being in Maui with her after we got married was maybe the most perfect experience of my entire life. A close second or maybe a tie was when my son was literally just born. and he he wrapped his entire hand around my finger. What can you say? It's mind-blowing, it's life-changing, it's world-shifting. It's just that the other memories I discussed before, while not as complex in nature and not as massive, were absolutely important to my complete development as a man. So personally, I can honestly say that while I don't want my age or my circumstances to change, I just want to regularly taste life and create things and laugh until it hurts without shirking my life's responsibilities or feeling silly for doing so. You know, this stupid pandemic on top of having responsibilities in life that I didn't have as a kid combine to make finding or stumbling upon permanent perfect moments right now man it makes it so much harder i'm going to tell you something else i I used to laugh when i saw old guys in sports cars you know maybe they had the gold chains the unbuttoned shirts and the girls way too young for them now i think i kind of get it a huge disclaimer i don't envy it or even agree with it as a viable solution but I think I get it. And, and even, wait, even more of a huge disclaimer, bluntly, I realize that some of these guys may be totally horrible womanizing pigs who are completely in denial, but I still think it's safe to say that many of these aged hipsters may just want to feel relevant, or dare I say it, cool again. They want moments And I can completely, completely get behind this. I can understand this. They want highlights. They want new pages to bookmark in the latest chapters of their lives. They want to get off the hamster wheel and actually experience something wonderful and perfect again that can resonate with them for the rest of their lives. Put it this way, and and we'll close here. They sit in the office of the Daily Planet wearing their glasses, looking at the blue sky out of the window, and remembering that when they used to take the glasses off, that they once could fly. But now, they're just plain old career journalists, writers, or maybe even podcasters. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that I hope will be memorable for you. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Moments in Time, our highlight reel playlist. You can again find it really spot- easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash Moments in Time, our highlight reel. So let's get into it. Track number one. It's the Misfits (laughs) with their version of the song This Magic Moment. And fun fact, the backing vocal on this one is by Ronnie Spector of the Ronettes. Number two is the song High by The Cure. I interviewed Roger O'Donnell of The Cure a few years ago. You know what's really interesting is that we didn't talk about The Cure. He was that interesting of a person. And that's saying something since this guy played on the Cure's Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me tour, and on the Disintegration album. He also performed in the Psychedelic First, Thompson Twins, in Berlin, and he has his own solo career. Anyway, he was really, really accommodating, and I really appreciated him taking time out for me. Track number three, dude. Dude, one word. Loudness. Loudness, dude. Have you ever rocked out to the loudness? You see, sometimes one must just embrace their inner Hesher. And this is one of those times. We are going with the song Crazy Nights by Loudness. The chorus Walk and Wool Crazy Nights. You are the heroes tonight. Godspeed, Loudness. You are truly rocking rockers. Song number four is one of two intense drumming tracks. Time Stand Still by Rush is the first one. And number five, Keeping the Amazing Drumming Going, Here and Now by Missing Persons. Number six is the song Summertime Rolls by Jane's Addiction. This song to me feels like and reminds me of nice, useful things and places. It was perfect for the time in my life when it came out, and it's just so atmospherically perfect. Now, song number seven, I got a hot tip on this band from one of our awesome listeners. I'd never heard of them before. Thank you so much. The band is called Brand New, and the song that we chose to fit into this playlist is called In the Water. Check it out. Number eight is Talking Heads with Thank You for Sending Me an Angel from their More Songs About Buildings and Food record. Number nine is Duran Duran's wonderful version of the Lou Reed song, Perfect Day. And number 10, Best Thing That Ever Happened to Me by Gladys Knight and the Pips. FYI, it's not on this song, but my favorite Pips thing ever is when they go, Superstar, but he didn't get far. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify, Spotify, just type in refresher podcast dash moments in time our highlight reel. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our program. Our demographics report shows that we now have brand new listeners in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Hello, Flower Mound, Texas, and Seattle, Washington. Thanks so much. We appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks and welcome to Refresher. Listen all, I always say this, this show would not exist without you. If you could do me a big favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, and only if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do this or whether you don't, there is no obligation, no pressure, no worries, no sweat. Just enjoy the show. Listen to it anytime, whether you can contribute financially or not. It's no big deal. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time... This is Chris Levine for Refresher. Hey, I may come to you sooner than Sunday this week because I got a couple of these piling up and they're all really good. So let's let's see what happens. Everyone, please take care of yourself and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll catch you next time.